Hello and welcome to another episode of the Bop, a music podcast. This is, once again, not the episode I in- intended it to be. Um, it was supposed to be the crossover with the other Culture Bop podcast, Hunting Pixels. But, as I have found out, getting four people in a room together for two and a half hours, it's not that easy. Um, but that's okay, as we can always find things to talk about. And by we, I mean Mr. Jeffrey Ciarto and myself, Dylan Martin. How you doing, Jeff? I'm all right. How are you? I'm also all right. Why are you just all right? I mean, I'm more than all right. I'm I'm oh. straight on five right now. Okay. Okay. Definitely. But <laughs> better than all right. Yeah. Always. Always. Five all day, every day. There we go. I'm just all right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that makes me sad. We gotta get you up from all right to five. Dude, I'm just tired, man. That's why. I was trying to get some uh, electrolytes in my system pre-show uh-huh. to get myself brought back from the jaws of death. It's okay. okay. Just a little tired, a little fatigued, but I'll get there. I'll ma- I'll try to match your energy by the end of the show. I, it'll happen. It it's might be the end of the show that I match energy. <laughs> we'll match okay. energy and we'll sync up like a couple of Super Saiyans. Right. We'll dock. I'll That's go blonde. Fine. Yeah. You'll go blonde. Do you have hair? Yeah, I have hair. I'm pretty much losing most of mine, so just wondering. I mean, I got hair in, like, the front and the sides, so the back's a little thin. But I got okay. a good one coming off my face right now. I got a good That's, beard. Oh, you got a good beard? Good beard energy. I, I So I used to have, like, you know, Ozark Mountain Man beard, and then I was like, right. okay, I look like a lion. You know, if I don't brush my hair, I, I look like a homeless lion. I was like, all right, so I got to get rid of this. And then I lost a bet and had to have, go with a mustache only for a week. And, like, it ruined the fun of facial hair for me for a while. Really? Well, yeah. I mean, you go mustache only. You know, you can't go around the pool. No playgrounds. You know. That's my issue. No frozen like, yogurt. Not even, not even in a joke. I think I either said it on this podcast or I said it on the other one. If I had to lose my beard, I would have looked mm-hmm. truly like I belong on some kind of list. Yeah, I mean it, it. It 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 was a it was a life learning experience. How about that? Yeah, no. Since I've had since I've been able to grow a beard, I've pretty much grown a beard. It's been various lengths. This is currently, as you would call it, your Mountain Man Ozark beard that I have now. Okay, um, that's my. It's not even my final form, dude. I've decided I'm not growing it. I'm just going to embrace the Viking in me, right? Like, yeah. So you're going to go to like Super Saiyan beard four. How about that? Right. We'll yeah, but with my fucking beard. Because I, I, head of hair? No. Face full of hair. Yeah, which is, you know, apparently, I was talking to someone the other day, and they said, like, you know, people that do steroids, they lose the hair on top of their head, but they're able to grow these, like, really luscious beards. And then he looked at me, and I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? Like, <laughs> I, this is genetic. I'm not, I mean, I'm not that doesn't anything. sound like roid rage, but <laughs> it does. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, hey, nice beard. Fuck you. Like that's yeah, essentially. Um, so yeah, I, I could have played that better probably, but no, like this is just genetic. I literally, I can grow the best beard in the world. That's where I get compliments on it, but I, I can't just you know copy and paste that to the top of my head, which I'm glad because my beard's a weird texture. It's more. It's I mean, more... you could paste it to the top of your head, just shave it off, and then just glue it no. to the top of your head. No, the day I shave it, the... no, there there will be no shaving this beard. When I say Viking status. I mean it. 
like okay i'm just saying i'm gonna have some metal rings in there one day stuff like that just move it from the the bottom to the top no i would just grow it long enough to where i can just like wrap it around my head you know what i mean okay i have head here i got a long way Mm. to go (laughs) like the ultimate comb over essentially like i the comb over could not be beaten i still have plenty of beard and it would come all the way back around to my head it'd be like the weirdest donald trump beard over it might be yeah yeah do that beard over let's pet well at least you have hair and you're much older than i am well i shouldn't say much older that sounds uh rude but you are definitely older no offense taken you're right um and josh is kind of in the middle ground and he's lost more than both of us yeah that's okay it kind of completes his look i don't want to imagine josh with hair actually I, I mean, actually it, like it affected me on his his manager review. Did you turn your manager review in, by the way? No. I, no, I no. mean, I did. I, I had to put him at a solid three on, on hair stature. I mean, I felt bad because I told him it'd be all fives. I hate you. I but, don't know if you intended that or not. What? To put him as a three? No. The all employee fives. Reviews. I'm, just, I'm just like. All fives. Just it's one out of five, five scale. It's yeah. You you're, and if you're you on do five, the though. if you look if you're on the ten point scale that means you're on the 2014 employee review. That's a long okay. time ago. Yeah, well, I mean that was the last time we updated it at Hunting Pixels Megacorp. Megacorp. I mean I had that's to think the about legal that name. For a second. I'm currently replaying through Cyberpunk, so I hear oh, Megacorp nice. and I hear just all bad things. I was gonna go with Hunting Pixels Heavy Industries, but mm, that yeah. would make more sense. I'm pretty heavy. I mean, we are forklift certified. Spotify's number one forklift certified podcast. I, th- I mean, I can operate, you know, heavy hand machinery. So, yeah, I I know how to operate a forklift, and I used to drive combines, so we're we're good there. Uh, that's impressive because to me a combine is a very large wind, so uh, wind powered yeah. thing. So I don't know what the fuck a combine is. Apparently, like what you use to harvest like corn and grain, like big farm machinery. Why? Why do you just know how to drive that? Because I, I used farmer? to I used to work with software that that was so. Oh, yeah. okay. So I'm but starting I'd to think. I still like, love to drive a forklift through something. Is Indiana like a really big farming state? Oh yeah, our our little saying is there's more than corn in Indiana. Oh my god! So, and, and by that more, they mean the rattlesnake venom that is medicinal in this state. So, are you known for rattlesnakes too? No, we have we have one of those weird pray with churches down like three hours south of me, where they like pray with rattlesnakes and are like government protected. What? Yeah, yeah, it gets weird when you get south. That's fucking weird because I'm in the south and that's more south than my south. Yeah, yeah. What you gonna do? Okay, I don't like yeah. where this is going. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna start the show. That's 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 an interesting fact about Indiana. You have corn yeah. and weird colts. Yeah, it happens. You know. I'm starting to wonder more about you, actually. Yeah, I wouldn't. The more you wonder, the the worse it gets. Uh, today we're. <laughs> Today we're going to take some time and just kind of talk about a couple of genres that we haven't had time to discuss thus far. So we've talked about punk pop, we've talked about metal, 
and most recently hip hop, which let me just take a quick aside real quick. I'm going to publicly apologize to, uh, we'll, we'll just say Bryn. We don't need to throw last names in here. Um, on the last episode, Wait, what are you we apologizing with, for? <sighs> on the last episode of Tawny, at the beginning of the episode, I think it got a little too, uh, how do you say, like, romantic. Okay. Okay. Like, I feel like... I mean, Tawny and I can only control ourselves for so long. Well, I was the one that was called out. So. <laughs> oh, you mean you? Okay, never mind. Yeah, I thought you were no, talking about me and Tawny. Definitely me. Um, and you know, it's it's the beard. I'll, I'll circle back to the beard. It just gets the better of me sometimes. Uh, I, I definitely start to start to weave out of my lane a little bit. So, uh, Tony, wow. I was trying to think off. when I looked at Tony and said, "Hey, brother." Yep. Yeah. <laughs> no. This, this was this was me insinuating that somewhere out there there's a, there's a fetish for me and then he was quick on that train. Truly, it's I mean it's not my fault, but I do want to apologize for almost turning someone's man. Uh, it's it's a hard life I live. I am quite handsome. <laughs> I mean I'm used to it I, as a pretty man myself. <laughs> oh, this is the worst. Okay. <laughs> anyway, um, so yeah, we just talked about punk pop metal and uh, hip hop. So what haven't we touched on? Um, truly a lot. <laughs> there, there are quite a few genres that we have yet to touch on. Um, but this isn't going to be dedicated to one. Jeff and I have both picked out one that we're just like, hey, let's talk about it. We haven't really um, had one where we, where we both kind of bring something new to the table. And this was kind of just a... A last-minute thought that I had. I thought it would be a little fun. So that's what we're going to do today. Both going to break down a little bit of a genre that we both love. So my question, Mr. Ciarto, is who goes yeah. first? Uh, you know what? Let Let's go beauty before age. I will let you start. And okay. uh, as the elder statesman of Hunting Pixels Megacorp, I will I will go second. Still sketched about the Megacorp. I'm not going to lie. Um, that's okay. That's okay. I mean, we can go hunting pixels worldwide. Hunting pixels incorporated. Nope, that's still a corpo. That's oh not wait, good. I guess it's culture pop worldwide. Oh yeah, yeah yeah. Oh well, yeah. Hunting pixels yeah. is kind of the better podcast. This is the best one. I mean, wait, better? No, better than I mean, the other one. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I was gonna say this is Spotify's number one hundred and one right here. Right, hunting pixels yeah. probably one hundred and two, one hundred and three, and then there's probably the other one. That one. I don't even know if they record on that one anymore. To be quite honest, I don't listen to it. Yeah, with Mister Skyrise Excellence. Yeah, if he's on there, I'm not. I'm sorry. I told myself I'd be nicer, and I'm just not. I Aww. love him as a person. He's very insightful. I listen to him. He's got the dulcet voice of an angel. I don't really correlate New Yorkers with dulcet voice of angels. He's I mean, got the he's got the Uncle Vinny going on. I mean, everybody's got one. Everyone's got an Uncle Vinny? Pretty much. I think I only have the one uncle. Yeah? That you know yeah. of, or just in period? Just, uh, pretty sure it's just the one. Oh, He's okay. more like an uncle... What's like the southern version? Uncle... Cletus? Cle- yeah. <laughs> 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 That's probably it. Um... Okay, so you you want the beauty to go first, huh? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, completely switching gears from where we've been in past episodes because we've, like I said, we've we've 
pretty much touched on a pre pretty unique triangle, I'd say. Well, punk pop, punk pop kind of falls further up the triangle, closer to metal, but this is different than everything. So my genre was retrowave. Um, I think I've spoken s like a smidge about this on the show before, maybe. Yeah, I get, a little I bit. Do, may, oh, a little bit, okay. Um, I get my endeavors confused most of the time between streaming and podcasts and YouTube. I really forget what I say and where I say it. Um, but retrowave is is really big for me. Um, this is one of the more ambient genres that I listen to. And what I mean by that is that like as I listen to it, I find that it it kind of becomes a product of my environment and surroundings and I guess overall mindset. It takes me on a journey and it kind of allows me to deep dive into my own mind and connect with truly the best way that I can define it is probably tranquility. Um, okay. Artists, artists like Lucy in Disguise, um, Night Stop, The Midnight, these are artists that consistently help me find almost like a piece. Um, and a few other genres and artists can touch on what this offers me. Um, no, these aren't the only artists that I listen to in the genre, but if you want to get a quick look into what Retrowave is, this is a great place to start. Um, if you're not really savvy with what Retrowave is, think of like that really cool music you hear in Stranger Things or like the old school sci-fi and horror films that sounds kind of, for lack of a better term, almost staticky or like gritty electronic music, just older electronic music. Um, and specifically, like a, a good way to correlate it in today's world would be, you know, you might recognize it from one of my favorite songs by the weekend, Blinding Lights. Um, that's a really good song okay. of his that he has that it's it's just the retrowave sound and he's literally singing rapping over it, it sounds wonderful um so take that sound and just let your mind kind of run wild because there's so many unique artists out there that can take the genre and just run with it and it's so intoxicating to me it's meditative it's inspirational it's cathartic um one of my favorite things to do with this kind of music is literally go driving through the night. And I think that if you're familiar with the genre, that's kind of a familiar image associated with Retrowave. There's always that night writing kind of theme going with it. But I take that and I put it into my own life. Like it, it's like I said, it's cathartic driving at night, especially in the mountains. For me, it's unbeatable. Uh, because while listening, it's like every corner feels like an adventure. Every new hill is like a new possibility. And it's a wonderful feeling. I can be sitting at home playing a video. It's, it's, for someone like me, it has a really, most of the time, like a consistent beat. And that helps me hard focus. Like I can really dive in on a project if I have uh, any kind of retro wave going in the background. So it's like no matter where I go, there's always kind of a use for it like it even if i'm just vibing in bed playing a video game i can put this on low and it's in the background but again it's helping me focus on the game and it's just it even for it being in the background and for me not actively listening to it it's making me feel better um i listen to okay, different so it's like a mood music thing for you then it is i mean okay I would say that it almost 
helps bolster my mood. It's, it's uh, what's the word? Enhancer, like it always makes it a little better. Um, I can be really... So one of the examples is I can actually be kind of downtrodden. I can be in a bad place mentally. I can put on Retrowave, and it doesn't make me feel better, but what it helps me do is kind of walk myself through what's going on in my head. I can, it, sometimes it sucks because I, I hard, like in the same way that I can hard focus on a task or a video game, it allows me to, I guess, get kind of get to the bottom of what's going on and making me feel a certain way. Like, I don't feel like a lot of genres of music can do that. Um, and maybe each it's contingent upon the person. Maybe each person has that one genre and this is just it for me, but it's so good, man. Like I, I love how this music is made. Like, yes, it's all electronic and like it's, it doesn't sound like super, like when you think of music today, it sounds really polished almost, but this is more kind of raw, but even with it sounding as raw as it does, it still sounds crisp. And I like that. Um, it's almost, it's kind of a paradox because it's designed to sound like older music, but in today's world, it, it still sounds fantastic. It's, it doesn't sound like older music. It's just, it's weird, man. It makes me just make, it makes me happy. I mean, there's, yeah, it's, it's definitely mood music for me um, with tons of different outlets, tons and tons of different outlets. Uh, I wish more people knew about the genre. I think a lot of people would actually thoroughly enjoy it just for, like I said, background music at the very least, but it's just crazy how much it, it can inspire within one person. And that was, that was me. And I was thinking about it and that this retrowave was the reason for the entire idea for this show in the first place. Like uh, this specific episode, I should say, it's like, this is one that I love thoroughly in my heart. And I really haven't talked about it too much. Um, there are plenty of other genres out there that I haven't touched on that I love. Um, but I don't think any of them hit as hit home for me like this one does. Like even metal, punk pop, hip hop, as much as I love those three and they all mean something to me, this just does something that those do not. Uh, it's a very special, very special genre to me. There's a, a spot, uh, playlist on Spotify. If you have Spotify, um, it's called, it's a Spotify uh, curated playlist. It's called retro wave slash outrun has a picture like if you look at it it's kind of like at super late dusk hours where the sky is pink and then it has like a shadow of a car with tail lights on it you'll know you have the right playlist if you found that one i highly recommend the playlist it'll get you started with a lot of great artists especially the three that i mentioned earlier are a part of the playlist as well um just super cool things that you can do with it like even for the weekend to be able to like make a hit song using this kind of music blinding lights i think that's fantastic and then I actually discovered a song today. Um, it's called it's it's so it's a song by Scandroid and it's remixed by The Forgotten, but it's shout. It's um, fuck. Who sings the original version of that? Is it Tears uh, for Fears? Shout yeah. shout. Let it all out. Is that it? Yeah, that's Tears for Fears. I, yeah, yeah. So, I wanted to I say it backwards, but no, that's who it is. Fears for Tears. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah. it's so good, man. Like, they take that genre, like, they take the genre that I'm talking about, put it with this song, and it sounds so stellar. I, I like how much you can do with Retrowave. Um, and that song is on this playlist as well. So, um, definitely check it out. It's something that's very beautiful. 
in a, a ton of different ways. It doesn't have to be just like each individual out, out wave, outrun slash retro wave song. Like it's, it can be something different. It can make you feel all the things that I've, you know, talked about thus far. It's, it's super cool. Um, check it out. Nice. Yeah. See, when I, when I hear this genre, I immediately think of uh hotline Miami. Yep. Yep. Like, or uh vice city. Uh, yeah. Vice city a little bit, but I mean, really for me, I think I, I, I always go to hotline Miami when I yeah. hear it. Cause like, to me, that's like one of the best examples of this style of music personally, mostly because like, I love that game. Right. Um, right. That does a lot for me, that game. And so like, to have that like association because like uh, like some of the other things they said like oh watch the movie drive and like yeah it's in there but i think where it really like shines at its best for me is in something like a hotline miami yeah it definitely has its place in video games for sure i think that's even a part of where the genre itself takes inspiration from are are those older video games too Mm -hmm. um oh man there's (laughs) it's just it's very expansive that's why I like it. Like it, it can't be tied to just a certain thing. And I feel like for people who are just getting into it, the second anyone who is unfamiliar with the genre itself hears that first song, they're instantly going to be able to correlate it with something, whether it's yeah. Stranger Things or an old sci-fi movie or the games that we were just talking about. Like they're going to hear it and be like, "Oh, that's what that is," and then they're going to be like, "Wait, there's a genre based off this." And the more you dive into it, the more it's like, "Holy shit, this is actually kind of cool." Because, like I said. Same genre, but nothing sounds the same. It's it's always something innovative throughout the different bands and stuff like that. I love it so much, dude. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely like a like a really vast genre of music uh, that doesn't necessarily like have rules, but also has like pretty defined rules at yeah. the same time. Yeah, for sure. What did you decide to bring to the table today? Yeah, so I uh, I brought a, it's a style of rap that we really didn't talk about in like the hip hop playlist episode, and and part of it is it's really like hyper specific to an area, and uh, that is chopped and screwed. So have you ever heard of this before? Never. Um, I thought this was a song, <laughs> and it turns out no. it's a genre. No. Oh well. Yeah, so that there's a lot of songs that like they say like the chopped and screwed remix, um, but it really is more just like an actual genre, and it it kind of comes out of like Houston, uh, hence why you know wearing my Houston stuff today. Um, oh, you're wearing clothes. Yeah, well, yeah, for once, right? <laughs> first time for everything, right? <laughs> um, so Houston rap is kind of weird already, right? Like. Have you ever listened to artists like Paul Wall or Slim oh, Thug yeah, yeah. or Lil Flip, right? Like, they have, like, a sound. It's not necessarily, sure. like, the same sound that you hear out of, like, in Atlanta or Florida. Like, Texas rap is Texas rap. Um, Chopped and Screwed is a whole other variant on that in which they slow it down real hard. Um, and then on top of that, they'll, like, do real hard cuts with the record. And so, like, it winds up getting this, like, really unique sound. Um, one of the best examples I think of, like, a chopped and screwed song is, uh, it's actually not a Texas native, but, uh, 3-6 Mafia did a song called Rainbow Colors, 
that uh, DJ Screw chopped and screwed. And it, it it's a perfect example of, like, what it is, right? So, like, when you hear Texas rap, they, like, they like everything to be, like, really slowed down, right? Um, and apparently that's from something with Lean. I, I don't fully understand that. But it, it's just, like, a much slower approach to it. And it's a really unique style that you do not see out of artists that aren't from Houston. Like, even other Texas rappers, you don't see that. There aren't, like, a lot of Dallas chopped and screwed guys. It's, like, really hyper-specific to, like, Houston. Um, and and a lot of it came from this guy, DJ Screw. When you're listening to chopped and screwed music, almost always somebody will say, you know, R.I.P. Screw. And, like, he was known for, like, making this style. And, and he was very well known for it in, like, the 90s. Um, like to the point where he was selling enough tapes out of his house that the FBI or state police, I forget, one of the two raided his house thinking it was a drug house because people and were coming up buying tapes. Yeah, they were they were coming to the door buying tapes in cash and like he'd sell two, three hundred tapes a day to the point where somebody was like, okay, God this damn. has to be this has to be a drug house. They raided his house and then it was like, nope, just a bunch of just a bunch of tapes. And, like, the dude put out 350 mixtapes in his life. Like, that's an ass ton of mixtapes. Yeah. Um, and, and, like, you saw him work with, like, a lot of artists like Lil Flip, uh, Slim Thug, Paul Wall. Paul Wall was a little bit later because, like, if I remember right, DJ Screw passed away in, like, 2004, 2005, somewhere right Damn, around there, dude. I think. Um, 20 years ago. Oh, no, 2000. So, yeah over that so like it it's kind of this cool genre because it it takes the conventional rules of rap and just really just does whatever he wants with it and like you'll still see a lot of artists today like emulating that style and it's just one of those that i really like because it is so vastly different than like normal rap right and there are only a few artists that do it and Houston rap is already kind of an interesting style to start with. And then you throw Chopped and Screwed on top of it. And it gets even weirder. Because, like, like if you think of, like, Lil Flip, right? Like, a lot of his songs, like, they're based on, like, kids' songs. Right? Like, This Is The Way We Ball is a bunch of kids singing, like, a nursery rhyme. Or Slim Thugs, like, um... I forget the name of the song. He's got, like, Slim Thug has a, almost the same thing. Like, he has a song where it's, like, kids singing in a nursery rhyme. That's a pretty common thing with Houston rap, to, like, have these, like, really lighthearted beats over these just hard-hitting, thunderous bass beats behind it. And, and it's this weird juxtaposition, and then when you slow it down, it becomes even more weird. And it's almost like this, like, psychedelic hip-hop kind of experience that you, you really just don't see out of other artists. Um. So I really like it, and it doesn't quite fit into the the rap discussion that we were having last week, right? Like, we didn't really talk about a lot of, like, Southern hip-hop acts. We talked about a lot of East Coast and West Coast and independent stuff, but we never got into, like, like truly Southern rap, like your Outkast or Two Live Crew, you know. Uh, so, like, it didn't really fit into that genre, Um but it's definitely one of those ones where it's like, if you want to experience something super regional, 
there's only a few styles of that left, and and Chopped and Screwed is like one of the coolest of them all, I think. So where does this fall into? So let's just say, <clears throat> man, because you're kind of you listen to a lot of rap. You listen to a lot of different rap. How yeah often do you find Chopped and Screwed? making its way into to like what you listen to daily like is it weekly like how oh daily for sure daily yeah i and this i is like really like cross my path um so like i really like a lot of artists like ugk and paul wall that are like good examples of this or uh was it chameleonaire used to be a good example there there are a few of these like weird outliers in rap that i listen to a lot because it's it's for me. It's almost like a mood, mood music because it is so slow and it's relaxed, um, and the bass is so drawn out and it's just like thunderous. And I I really like that. There there's another genre too that kind of fits in that, and it's a New Orleans style called bounce, which is almost the exact opposite. So like bounce, if you can imagine it, is something like like mystical is one of the best examples of it. But it's almost a polar opposite of this style. And so, like, for me, like, I listen to a lot of, like, chopped and screwed stuff when I'm just trying to focus on something. Or if I'm just, like, driving somewhere, I will listen to some, you know, chopped and screwed style rap. Um, just because it, it's different. And, like I said, it, there's only a few artists out there doing this style anymore. And, you know, as time goes on, there's less and less, you know. I mean, yeah. DJ Screw put out 350 mixtapes, but it's also been 22 years since he was with us, so like, yeah. it's not like he's putting out new albums, or there's not beats that people don't have, so there's a lot of artists emulating it, and unfortunately they didn't do as well as him, and I I really like that style, and it's, it's a shame that it probably won't last another 22 years, but you never know, because Houston's weird, I mean, you know, well, it, it it's a part of a culture there. Well, that's what I was going to say. So if this is like, let's not say dying, but I mean, it's, it might be on life support as a genre. Let's just say mm-hmm. that. Are there artists today who are proponents of this genre who are still keeping it alive? Like, Yeah, you have a few like, like Lil Kiki and Big Mo. Um, you have like Swisher House artists that, that, do fall into there so like there are people doing it but like i i mean the likelihood of like me saying one that you've ever heard of i mean it it's probably slim and none um like because you like have like mike jones and slim thug there there's a few artists that have broken through to the other side but even like the biggest of those which i think i would probably say is lil flip right if you look, his hits were almost all 20 years ago at this point, too. You know? Um, and they weren't even chopped and screwed songs. They were songs with, like, Aaliyah and, like, Beyonce. You know? So, like, it, like I said, unfortunately, it's kind of a dying genre, but also, like, what's there, I really like. Um, so, yeah, it, it's kind of hard. Like, like, have you ever heard of Zero? Zero? Yeah, Z hyphen no. row. That dude's no. kind of like one of the more, like, I don't want to say he's like an up and coming, 
screw, chopped and screwed artist, but like he's definitely one that's like getting his name out there quite a bit. Um, Never, and that's yeah. so. That's maybe that can kind of transition into my next question. Do you? And I know this is going to put you on the spot, so you know, rest in yeah, peace. No, sorry, I'm always ready, ready to be on the spot. Okay, ready to be on the spot. One song in the genre to recommend someone to get him into it. Um. Okay, so earlier I said Rainbow Colors by 3-6 Mafia. That's a good example of like an, a non-Houston artist doing a Chopped and Screwed song. If I was talking about like just straight Houston doing Chopped and Screwed, um, probably Chunk Up the Deuce uh, by, was it, like UGK, Little Kiki, and Paul Wall. That, that'd be a good example of like a Chopped and Screwed. Yeah. Um, it, it's hard because a lot of Chopped and Screwed songs are actually like legitimate rap songs that have been re-released in this format. Um, now, there's also artists that rap over Chopped and Screwed beats, so like you can go either way with it. Um, like there's a lot of Lil Wayne songs that got Chopped and Screwed. Um, like I said, 3-6 Mafia, Bun B, like there's a lot of artists that put songs out that DJ Screw would then do his take on. Um, but if you're looking for like an actual artist doing it, like yeah, somebody like UGK would be a good good example of like somebody still doing Chopped and Screwed, Paul Wall, same thing. Th- those would be kind of, you know, the torchbearers. But again, it's all Houston artists pretty much. I'm trying I mean, to think. Like, I know obviously... I, I know the names mm-hmm. of some of the artists that you're talking to, Bun B, even UGK, but I don't think I could name a single song by any of them. It's just the names have made their way back to me. Yeah. Yeah, they're ones that have kind of, like, scratched that, like, other side, we'll say, of, like, popularity, right? Like, they're not just mixtape artists anymore. And I think a lot of that's by proxy of, like, how music gets discovered and how art gets made nowadays but like yeah also at the same time like you know they aren't household names like people know them but they're not the household names in in this genre but i also love the fact that they're still doing themselves right like that is the finest example of staying true to your art is i'm sure paul wall can mix up his style go out there and you know become a mainstream artist but he doesn't want to. He wants to keep doing him, and I, I can kind of respect that. Yeah, he's been around for a long time, too. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. At least 20 years. I don't even know how old that man is, because he felt like he was 30 when I was young listening to him. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure he's been around at least, I want to say, at least 20 years. I, I mean, I could be wrong, but I, I, mean, I always associate him with like that little, like, that era of Lil Flip where Lil Flip was starting to get, you know, a little bit more of a, a household name. Let's see. Yeah, he's forty-one. So yeah, chances that's, are, like he's I said, only he's only forty. Yeah, that's crazy, man. I don't know. I feel like I was super young watching him on like MTV or something like that. But maybe when I put it into perspective, yeah, his first I guess album really came out in two thousand four. So damn. That's probably yeah. about the time, yeah, that I would be watching. So he was, so he's forty now. 
That yeah. was almost twenty. So yeah, he was he was right at twenty. That man looked thirty when he was in his yeah. Time. time has not been kind to him, but hey, that's what you get when you're on that lean and driving that slab. That's you know? I guess that's true. Yeah, that's so. a com- yep. That'll do it. Um, I was trying to sit here and think of like a a song that came off the top of my head that I could you know advocate for to get people to listen to the genre that I was talking about, retrowave. And it's hard, man. It's harder for me because there's just like I guess there's so much more. Okay. Um, yeah, this isn't like one artist, you know, like Screw, who was like 300 and however many mixtapes. You know, this was, this is artist after artist after artist after artist, and it's hard for me to dial it in. But I think one of the first songs that I remember listening to that I, I, I guess kind of hooked me, it was a song called 1987, and this is by Lucy in Disguise, which is who I think I – yeah, I, I mentioned them earlier. Yeah. Um, This one's kind of the all-rounder for me. This one is the one that I said is a mood enhancer. It's a focus song. This is one of the driving songs. This is a little bit of everything. Um, it, It's feel-good vibes. It's it's so good, dude. Um, like, I'm smiling just nice. thinking about the song because I, I love it so much. Um, but truly fantastic. And I think the EP that it came off of is called 1987 as well. Um, this is going to be a really unique weekly playlist when we throw this one together. Like, yeah. we're going to have some crazy shit on. Like, the, the, the contrast between your genre and my genre, fucking huge. Huge, right? But when... I was listening to you talk and some of the things that you said were the mm-hmm. exact same things that I said in terms of how it made us feel what we were doing. Um, while listening, like you said, this is kind of like your mood enhancer. You listen to this when you're driving somewhere and it's like, while I know our trajectories and the objective might be different while we're in the car going to these places and doing these things, it's like the parallels are still there, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was really cool. Yeah, I mean, it, they're both, like, and it might not actually be, like, too shocking with the way that it's slowed down, you know, like. That's true. Like, I mean, they really, now that I'm kind of thinking about it, I'm actually kind of interested to start putting this together and, and see, like, that juxtaposition between the different sounds. If yeah, it actually we, kind of flows together the way I think it should. We've had some, I think the last episode is probably my favorite collaborative playlist, just because. It was not only your choices and mine, but it was Tani, and we had all these different, you know, perspectives on the rap that we listened to, listened to, yeah. you know, from when we were younger and stuff like that. That was pretty cool. The metal one was awesome with uh, Big Papa Stevens as well, and then of course Pop Punk with Josh was pretty great. I don't yeah. know if I've uh, completely posted all those to the Discord like I should have. I thought I had been, and then I posted. I think the so. One I've been the sharing a few, too, and then you did, yeah. Okay, as long as you share, because fuck, man, yeah. like, I mean, we I, haven't put out the best one yet, but you know, it's it's it's, on its, it's coming. The Limp Biscuit one is going to be just mwah, Chef's Kiss. Limp Biscuit. Oh God, what if that's this just the next episode? We just dive right yeah. into it. Well, we got to get Tani on the phone. That's that is true, and that man already I mean, stayed up till two a.m. for us one time within the past couple. No, of weeks. wasn't it four a.m. Oh shit! Yeah, we started yeah. it too. Yeah, and then we went all the way to four. Yeah, but I mean, a, I mean we might as well soul. just set aside a whole day for Limp Biscuit. Maybe I mean, we should just get them stateside, do it in person. Yeah, Fuck yeah. You know what I mean? 
absolutely. To, especially to talk about Limp Bizkit. I mean, can you get Are any more American? Are they still making music? Yeah, they're still making music. Are they actually? Yeah. They put out an album earlier this year. Oh my god. I have to fucking go to Spotify Still now. great. Still What's great. What's it called? Still the, great? I know that's no, okay. I thought that's what the, the title of the album, dude. I was like, the, oh my god. The album is Still Sucks, but I say it's still great. Still Sucks. Yeah. I mean, are they self-aware? Uh, I think Fred Durst is very self-aware himself. I watched a video earlier today of him yelling at a New York Yankee, a red New York Yankees hat on stage, like having a physical confrontation with a hat. Because somebody threw it on stage and he was like, I'm not fucking wearing this thing. And like, yeah, it's pretty great. Dude. Yeah. I'm listening to this shit now. Oh, man. This is like... It's definitely still Limp Biscuit. I hear a little more of like, uh, you remember Saliva, that band? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it sounds a little more saliva-y on one of these songs. This sounds, oh, I cannot believe they're still making music, dude. Yeah. This is another genre that we haven't really talked about. It's kind of that the new Limp metal Biscuit stuff. genre. Is, what is it? Is this not new? What is this truly? I mean, when when you're talking Limp Biscuit, you're talking rap metal. I mean, you that could say rap metal. metal or you could say new metal. I think either one technically like qualifies for that. Yeah. But I mean, really, when you're talking about Limp Bizkit, you're not talking about either. You're you're just talking about God's gift to us all. Oh God, I hate that. I even type in new metal, and the the playlist that I found first yeah. it, it has Fred Durst. It's on immediately the Limp Bizkit. <laughs> <laughs> and break stuff is the first uh, song. Because you can't oh, listen to Break Stuff and not get excited. It's it's literally Dude, the best song ever. I haven't even tried Break Stuff in the gym yet. That could be the potential to hitting my PR. <laughs> yep. See, this works. You should probably just listen to just listen to Limp Biscuit. Listen to Limp Biscuit and you'll hit PR in your daily life. <laughs> Guaranteed. That that's a that's a the bop promise. There we go. The bop promise we gotta get a shirt that says we, that with like a thumbs up or something we have a team of medical professionals that qualify this oh that's i there's a disclaimer somewhere that no no we have all those doctors on retainer that's where our budget oh went. god i wish we had a budget <laughs> we well, i mean we would if we didn't have to keep so many doctors on retainers to make doctors guarantees that's true i'm still waiting yeah. on one that can fix my hair loss uh, I mean, if not, I know a good barber that Richie the Barber. Oh, you got us, dude. I'm scared that you're really going to get him for a show one day, man. I can't. I, I should. Have, I should just no, reach I out really to him. I really would rather you not. Right. <laughs> if if anyone doesn't know what we're talking about, just imagine Pennywise gone fucking gangsta, went to prison for a few years. Uh, not good. He hit that 823 Supermax diet. I don't know what that means, man. You say a lot that of things, and I don't know what it means. That, that that's prison food and a couple hours in the yard every day. How is that? How do you just know this? What eight twenty three supermax? Yeah, like what yeah, that's I, what I is this? What that's on fifty fifth dog? Your age? No, it's a product of the streets. I hate you so much. <laughs> That should be the title of the episode right there. Product of the streets. Product of the streets. <laughs> done. Oh, like that when done. this episode goes up. It, it's product done. of the streets. Holy shit. Yeah. Gangsta um, rap made me do it. Gangsta. What was the. Oh, I think the other one was 36 Chambers, right? 
yeah. Mr. Rap made me do it. That that should have been an honorable mention. Product of the streets, though. Son of a bitch. That's yep. just your whole moniker. That's you. Product of that, the streets. That comes from okay. So product have you ever heard of Deer Forest? <laughs> yeah, product of Deer Forest. There we go. No, have you ever heard of? You've heard of YG before, right? Yeah. Okay. All you have to do is hear his song "Blame It on the Streets" and it explains everything. <laughs> everything. Oh God, this is explaining so much. Yep. Uh, hey, I've had I've had time off to think. Okay. You have, dude. I yeah. This episode has been cursed. I'm part of the problem. Then, like I said, no, you're not. You're not part of the problem. You're part of the solution. <sighs> The last minute solution. I have to edit this within the next 24 hours to get it ready to go. <laughs> you got this. I do. I will probably not procrastinate. And I have to record Hunting Pixels tomorrow with those two buffoons. Uh, oh, I man. did a lot of procrastinating the other day. I'm, I'm not even going to deny. It's just, it's so fun to procrastinate and do anything oh, yeah. but what you're supposed to do. Yeah, 100%. I, I spent a couple hours the other day thinking about WWE Halftime Heat where The Rock beat Mick Foley and used a forklift to pin him and nothing in my brain triggered and said why is there a first person point of view camera on this forklift yeah oh wow yeah yeah it's almost like it was staged yeah almost that's crazy how they yeah. were just so prepared <laughs> yeah wow I never thought of that <laughs> how many years later and I'm sitting here having my childhood ruined <laughs> yeah yeah Oh, yeah, um, let, yeah, let me, so. let me ask you right? for, yes, for an honorable mention. Like I, okay. I didn't even come prepared for this myself. I'm going to be honest. Like I'm sitting here yeah. and I'm like, you know, we talked about new metal. That's kind of an honorable mention because we haven't done that. And I'm sure we can go back through and we can do like, this could be a reoccurring show or uh-huh. uh, this could be a reoccurring topic. So what is like an honorable mention for you? We don't have to deep dive into it, but just one that you listen to that you feel like not a lot of other people do or one that you haven't gotten to talk about. When you're talking like genres then? Yeah, let's just say like an honorable mention genre that we, we didn't get to cover today, but you feel like we should talk about a little bit. Yeah, so I think I'd actually go with like what I had originally said in Discord, and that would be uh, Southern Gothic. Um, which is which... real weird to me to hear. Yeah. It's a, it's a weird style of music, and it goes places. So, like, you have, like, acoustic Southern Gothic, and you have, like, metal Southern Gothic, and they're vastly different from one another. Um, but, man, it, it's a genre that I really and truly appreciate. Like, and, and I don't think those artists get a lot of attention. It, it's a very strange genre, and it's pretty cool. I've, I need to listen. To so, just it, even. I would say, like, Start with the metal stuff. So, like, a prime example is the band uh, Malian and the Sons of Disaster. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's like, imagine, like, okay, so, like, the best I can equate it to is, like, think of, like, 70 Southern power metal, right? Like, it, it has, like, a vibe straight to itself. Uh, the acoustic stuff's a little different, right? But if you want to get a real feel for like, for like Southern Gothic, I would say they're probably one of the best starting points. The acoustic stuff. There's a great Southern uh, Gothic playlist on Spotify, uh, and I'll, I'll shout out some artists that way. If somebody does want to try it, they they know they're on the right one. 
Um, so when you're looking at Southern Gothic, it's like a church window, and you'll hear like "Poor Man's Poison," "Amigo the Devil," uh, Allison Russell. Like it, it's like almost like modern day blues, but a lot darker and a lot heavier. Um, but like the, I prefer the metal side a little bit more. It's a little bit more inventive. Um, but I really appreciate both sides. So, like, if I was going to go with an honorable mention, I think I'd go that route. Because, like, again, that's not a top... Like, that genre doesn't really fit into a lot of other genres easily. Like, that's a square peg, round hole situation all day long. Um, you know, because it, it's not quite country, it's not quite metal, it's not folk. You know, like, all the genres that kind of match it, it doesn't reciprocate in a way that makes sense. Dude, I'm listening to it now. This is not yeah. at all what I thought it would be. I can Were vibe. you thinking like White Trash Marilyn Manson? Uh, no, but okay. I also... <laughs> I think I was combining like country with Lorna Shore. <laughs> okay, yeah. No, I mean, that makes sense. Like it, it, like I said, it's, it's a weird name for a style that is really hard to put a pulse on. The, the last time I, I suggested it to somebody, they went they they were like, I thought I was going to hear, like, Alabama Marilyn Manson. And I'm like, what? I mean, even that like, would make more sense than what I'm listening to now. So yeah. I have a question because I'm listening to a yeah, playlist sure. that has Southern Gothic on it. There is one artist that I actually recognize that stands out like a sore thumb, and I need to know if it's technically considered Southern Gothic or not. Okay. Uh, Hosier. Hosier. Is it like H O H O Z or something like that, right? H O Z I E R. This is yeah. like this is the guy that was like, "Take me to church," you know that song. Yeah, I think I I don't consider that, but like I understand the concept that it, that some of his music is similar to that vein. Like okay. like an artist that a lot of times gets like lumped into that genre is like Johnny Cash, and okay. in my mind, I don't think he quite fits that that genre i think he did it something way different if he if you do you gotta say he's probably like the pioneer of that genre right Um, and even then i it wasn't until a lot later in his life like when he was covering like hurt and other nine inch nails songs like that you could probably say that but even then i think it's kind of a stretch so hosier is kind of like hmm a really maybe rough example of what people could kind of think the genre actually is to those who are unaware, maybe. Yeah. Like take me to church is a very iconic song to me. And I didn't really, I don't even know what genre that technically is to be quite honest with you. Um, Yeah. I I think he, eh, maybe I, I don't think of him, but I mean, who am I, right? Um, yeah, because there's multiple songs of his on here, but still, when I listen to the other songs that I'm hearing on this playlist, they don't really correlate. Yeah. Um, I I I'm gonna I'm not gonna lie, man. I'm a pretty big fan of what I heard. Like, I, and who knows if they're actually the genre that you're talking about? It's on a Southern Gothic playlist. Like, there's a band called the Ben Miller Band. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm listening to them right now, and yeah. <laughs> like it's just it's good it's hard to explain it's just like this big full sound it's not overproduced it, it's really just good raw talent i think in a lot of these yes. style of bands um, and man i know it sounds rehashed at this point but this is good driving music dude yeah yeah like i want to sure. be driving a big rig to this shit yeah like i, I need to be cross-country hauling right now 
throwing piss jugs out the window. D- oh no! See, what? it was Can't normal. Throw a piss jug? <laughs> and then we're throwing piss jugs now. Oh, uh, we'll just say it's outlaw style. Yeah, that's what it is. Um, yeah, no, it's 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 a fun genre for sure. It, dude, I'm actually going to start to delve into this one a little bit more. Yeah, um, it's cool. We have an episode coming up in the future called How Do You Discover New Music or something, and my one entire answer is just going to be Jeff. Like That's how, that's how I discovered new blush. music. Uh, uh, um, dude, I, I, I kind of panicked because I asked you that question, and then I didn't uh-huh. have a follow-up ready. Um, I think one – I'm looking at my playlist right now, and the, the one that stands out is one that I would actually like to talk more about at some point um okay it's big beat i don't big know beat. if you yeah big beat so this is fat boy slim oh, okay yeah, yeah 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 um the two artists that i think a lot of people would actually recognize are fat boy slim and the chemical brothers um the chemical brothers did the song like uh galvanize i think we got to hear that beauty on dj hero at some point yeah um this well, is a real like the huh? prodigy, the prodigy, I think, is in that same. Or am I wrong? You might be. Fuck if I know. Oh, okay. I know a little. I don't know a lot. <laughs> <laughs> um, but this is one that I think definitely gets put on the back burner a lot. It's it's just fucking feel good music, man. If you don't know who Fat Boy Slim Slim is, a lot of great songs that you could immediately dive into, like right here, right now, the Rockefeller Skank. Um, he's done a lot of like remixes for songs like uh Fatboy Slim has a, a remix for uh the stolen sympathy for the devil. That's really good. Um it's just I don't even know how to describe it. It's just a lot happening at once is how mm-hmm. I feel like like I think it's kinda like layers of rhythm, right? Definitely. There's definitely layers to it. You're not wrong. Um like there's not a lot of like heartfelt meanings behind the lyrics. There's truly not. It's it's really a lot of the time it's like repetitive lyrics. Um like the Rockefeller Skank is just a song that goes, you know, right about now, the Funk Soul Brother, and it just keeps doing that over like some like surfer wave sounding music in the background with some really up tempo drum beats. Like it's wild. It's out there. It's something that doesn't make a lot of sense for me to talk about it like and just kind of you know spitfire the description of what it is but once you listen to it it's really cohesive and it sounds super good it's a lot of fun i think fat boy slim is like the fun version of big beat and the chemical Mm. brothers are like the like the it's not that they're not fun because they are but it's like it's the more like badass side of big beat like they have a lot of really cool songs that make you feel energized and pumped up. Um, it's, it's just good music, man. Uh, right. it's, I want to, I want to deep dive into it one day because there are like other artists that are within the genre. It's one that's definitely gone. I feel like, okay. like there's, yeah, I, I don't yeah. feel like this is still a relevant thing. Um, I know fat boy slim or rather the chemical brothers are still active, but I think it's just different now. Um, like the songs that I'm talking about are def- definitely like products of their time. Like this is like, fuck what? 
early thousands maybe yeah if that late 90s early thousands yeah late 90s early thousands like these are like older songs i guess you know i say that that's fucking makes me feel old to think about that i just had a birthday on friday and i tell you it was the hardest one yet thank you it uh i i i stepped foot fully into my 30s and i'm about to be sick um starting to realize just how old i am Oh, you're only as old as you feel. Uh, then I'm definitely 50. Oh, well, then we got My body that. is falling apart. It's terrible. Um, also, because I lift really heavy shit, so I'm sure that doesn't help. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't. You know? Yeah. My my muscles look real neat, but my body suffers for it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Speaking of yeah, birthdays, not... happy birthday, Josh. Ha- you know... The irony that you tell Josh happy birthday every day of the week, and then on the one day that it's actually my birthday. <laughs> I'm sorry. You know what? I'm going to just start wishing you happy birthday every day. How no, about that? It's too late now. Nope. Nope. Never too late. Oh, Jesus. You, you don't have to, really. You just take everything that you would wish upon me and then just give it back to Josh. Just do it twice as often. All right. Happy birthday, Josh. Yeah. So once sure, in the twice morning, in the same once episode. before bed. Right. Twice just, in the same yeah. episode. Um, yeah, but, but yeah, I was dude, looking was... at a service the other day where you could like rent a billboard and uh, you could rent a billboard for like five bucks. And I was trying to figure out, okay, how do Jeff, I get him to I see will a billboard? give you his closest proximity to where he would have to drive past <laughs> it and see it. But then, like, <laughs> knowing that my luck that day, he'd be like, I'm working from home that day and not see my billboard. Oh man, he works from home every day, but I will make like sh- there is a mm. billboard right outside of where I work that I know he would see. Yeah, we're gonna be like, "Hey, you need to go check out this billboard." Oh God, guys! If you do not know what the hell we are talking about, uh, please follow any one of us on Instagram because we're always wishing someone happy birthday. It's always somebody's birthday in the birthday season. It is. Um, we we love each other, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like we we just like to wish each other uh, happy birthday repetitively. I don't. I, actually, there's only one of us. I'm not gonna. Yeah. I'm not gonna, it's just it's big, one. big old party of one. It, yeah, it's you. It's okay yeah. though. It's okay. It's just me. <clears throat> oh man. Well, do you have anything else for to say? It's a shorter episode, but I feel like it was really concise. It was a lot of fun. Had a lot of great talking points. I got yeah, to I comment on some, my beard. I think it hit some like interesting topics too. That you know, like some genres that really don't fit into. Anything the other discussions, yeah, yeah, um, and it's ones. I mean, truly, with retrowave, it means a lot to me as a genre. Um, I wish more people could listen to it and like it. I know, like right now, with the popularity of Stranger Things, like you could go and listen to anything that I talked about today, and you'd be like, "Oh yeah, like I, I can totally see the similarities." Um, it's a lot of fun, man. Do you have any yeah. closing sentiments that you would like to convey? Um. Nothing, nothing like super pressing. I got my happy birthdays for Josh in, so yep. we're, it should be good there. I'm just, got I'm, you know, I'm excited. Yeah. And then, uh, no, I'm just, I'm excited that we're recording. You know, I, 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 I was ready to go, ready and raring to go. I'm looking forward to when we get everybody together for that episode. I think that's going to be a lot of fun. Um, it'll be great to finally confirm Austin as our HR representative. Um, I, I told Josh about that. Yeah. I, I left out who it was 
And I was like, you need to go listen to the episode of the bot because Jeff has appointed our new HR. Yeah. Uh, representative. Director of HR. I think it is the poorest choice. I mean, it was, it, fuck, especially after his, his like his milk, his milk. Uh, what do I want to call it? Obsession. I mean, that's a oh, lot of God. milk. I hate that so much. Yeah. And chocolate milk, dude. I yeah. he's he's still he's still young, but I have yeah. a feeling he's gonna be lactose intolerant real soon. <laughs> yeah, when that wall comes, it's gonna come real quick. <laughs> it's gonna be so bad, and then the chocolate milk is just gonna make it worse. Yeah, it's what we call the uh, chocolate milk express hidden in the towel. Chocolate milk express. Like, if you're listening to this right now and you don't know what the hell's going on, we have a group of podcasts, and we're all. Tons of fun. We 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 all often reference each other in each other's podcasts. Have a great Discord, which I'll talk about here in a few minutes. But it's like, just come be a part of the family because yeah, shit's real fun. There's a lot of uh, callbacks to other shows and episodes. Uh, just by you saying that, that means you actually do listen listen to Hunting Pixels uh, every Friday if you're a patron, and every Monday if you're not. Oh, I always do. That's beautiful. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> Nope. It's not I true. Even listen, I even listen to our show. I do, yeah. See, yeah. our show is probably the only one to truly care about. You know what I mean? Yeah. My my son and I listen to do it together. He he asked, ah. please, no poop jokes this week. So kind of screwed up with the Chocolate Milk Express, but maybe he won't get that one. That is true until you kind of just, you know, expanded upon it right there. Oh, yeah, so no look out here. the window. So, uh, you know. Did we go to profane this week i think we actually kept it pretty uh pg this week oh 100 yeah i mean there yeah. were some you know f-bombs thrown in there but that's just my normal vernacular yeah, i can't happens. i can't i can't fix myself yeah I think you actually you're really good about having a filthy mouth i guess that's from having a kid right yeah you learn you learn the creative ways to get it out I don't know what it is about me. I think I started, I remember the day I said my first F-bomb. I was in fifth grade. I was in the gym. And yeah. Other people around me were saying it, and I was just like, fuck it. You know oh, I mean? yeah. It's like the most freeing thing in the world the first time it, you say it, it you was. get away with it. Yep. I looked over my shoulders, no parents, no teachers, and I was like, I can do this. You know what I mean? I yeah. went home. I was like, Mom, guess what I did? I got a lot worse after that. But Yeah, that, that, that whole, hey, look what I did. Yep. You know, she's Turns expecting into, like an A on the spelling test, and instead it's, nope, hey, yep. listen to this four-letter word I learned. Yep. Technically, it's their fault, probably. Yeah. Hey. That was product of my environment. Yeah. Product of the streets. Strikes yep. back. I, perfect way to end the fucking show, dude. <laughs> Holy shit. Okay. <clears throat> if you, the people, Want to be a product of the streets. Want to be a product of the streets and find us elsewhere? You absolutely can. You can find us on the streets and on the CultureBot family of content with, uh, with Hunting Pixels, with CultureBot Selects, with the CultureBot Discord server, with the Bop podcast, with my stream on Twitch, with Joss's stream on Twitch and his YouTube channel. It's extensive. You can find us literally everywhere. But most importantly... You can find Jeff on Instagram at JCRTO, that's S-Z-Y-A-R-T-O, and on YouTube at Jeffrey Ciarto, spelled the exact same way, but pronounced scissor toe. Also, while we're on that topic, as you know, I, I make my jokes. Do you hear yeah. Josh slander you when he says your name in the Hunting Pixels episodes? Oh, he he tries. It, nothing I haven't heard before. Okay. 
So. I'm just making sure that, y- you know, it's not just unnoticed. Oh, no, I, I notice. I see it all. You, I don't know how he was led to believe your name is Scissor Toe, and then now that he knows the real pronunciation, he's just like, I refuse. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. <laughs> it, I, prob- I, mean, I have it coming, right? With all the birthday crap, no, I have it that's coming. That's also true. Yeah. And then we did comments on his hair, which I hope he knows is in good fun, because I'm also yeah. losing mine at a desperate rate. So Yeah, same here. So we're <sighs> right there with you. Right. But he has a great beard, so that's all that matters. Thankfully, launching next week, the the hunting pixels hair care for men system endorsed by four out of five doctors <laughs> the most the most ironic thing is that all of us are losing our hair <laughs> it's because i'm yanking it out over these crazy episodes oh, oh and these crazy deals we have at the, at <laughs> yeah. the patreon that you can go and subscribe to <laughs> to yeah. culture or patreon.com slash culture where you can toss us a pledge yeah and, and we didn't waste it on a wacky like wailing inflatable arm man. Wacky waving inflatable arm flailing tube men. I forgot about yeah. that. We need to have an army of them. There we go. Yeah. All with hair. No. No. Then I'd be jealous and sad. That is true. I don't want an inanimate object to have more hair than I do. Yeah. It's infuriating. <laughs> right. Which never mind. You can find me on Instagram <laughs> at OMDizzy, on Twitter at OMDizzyTV. On YouTube at OMDizzy and on Twitch at OMDizzy. I'll get around to streaming again and content creating soon. Currently in a little bit of a, uh, we'll say, a speed bump. We'll say that. I'll get back yeah. to it, though. Don't worry. You got this. Um, I got this. I'll get back on the pony. It's okay. Um, but like I said. Wait, uh, we, are you we, talking we, about Genuine's pony? What kind of pony? The song by Genuine. <gasps> oh, that's such a good song. Yeah, it's like the ultimate bedroom song, right? That it, yeah, actually. Yeah, I think I. I mean, in today's world, like I kind of have a thing for Doja Cat and all her little bedroom songs, but yeah, Genuine's where it started. It's true. You paved the way. Paved the way, uh, and uh, shout out Missy Elliott as well. The the queen. True. Um, Some say Genuine rode the pony so the rest of us could ride. I love that so much. <laughs> I wish I could have just ended so it there, dumb. but I still have a whole <laughs> fucking part to go through. <laughs> Outside of the bop, where we often ride, we have Hunting Pixels, your home of video game-related content. Culture Bop selects your deep dive into specific bits of media, including movies, games, music, and more. Lots of podcasts that we do. We like to talk. We like to hear ourselves talk. We like for other people to listen to ourselves talk. So, go be a part of that everywhere really just trying to grind out the minutes here so the the video count the 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 not video the 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 timer looks like it's a little bit longer right because i got to cut some of this out so as long as we hit that hour threshold you know we we say all thriller no filler all this has a little bit of filler but mostly it was a good time yeah it's like the good filler though yeah like uh crispy cream with the good feeling you mean the wrapper Krispy Kreme or oh okay, the donut Krispy Kreme? Yeah, the donut. You don't know the wrapper Krispy Kreme? I think I do now that you say He's that. He's the little kid that sang like about getting action figures for Christmas. Yeah, who's the one on YouTube? So Froggy he yeah Fresh? he goes by Froggy Fresh now because Krispy Kreme threatened to sue him. No way. Yeah. 
So that's the same kid? Okay. Yeah, well, go figure. A lot of brands don't want to be associated with rap, like when Waffle House threatened to sue uh, Jelly Roll for weed whiskey and Waffle House. Oh, dude, shut the fuck up. Like, that man could have made them so much money. Like, Waffle House knows what they are. Yeah, 100%. There's like 300 of them in Georgia alone. Yeah. It's like one of the best restaurants ever. No. No. I don't know. It's pretty cool. Not until they endorse us, and then they're pretty shit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Well, that's it. That's a wrap. That's a cut. We're out of here. Yeah. Go listen to some music that we recommended. If you want to make it easy on yourself, go and check out the Bop channel and the Culture Bop Discord server. You can find the the Spotify playlist that Jeff and I will have curated right there for your listening pleasure of artists, songs, and all the goodies from this week's episode. So until next time, goodbye. Bye.